morning. In Jesus' mighty name, we thank you for the anointing of Almighty God. We thank you for that anointing that breaks every yoke that sets men free. We thank you today that the Spirit of our God will work diligently and cause the Word of God to come alive in our hearts. Father, we this day intend not to be hearers only, but being doers of that word. We intend to put it into operation in our lives. We intend to make the word of God a part of each of our lives. So we thank you this day for revelation knowledge. We thank you that the Spirit of God will unveil truth to our spirits and we'll rise up and walk in that which you've caused us to do. And we love you. We thank you. We praise our Jesus. Jesus, in Jesus' name, and everybody shouted. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. You can be seated. Praise God. Well, praise the name of the Lord. Hold up one finger. Hold up two fingers. Hold up three fingers. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Turn to James, the fifth chapter, and put one of them in there. Turn to Hebrews 11 and put another one in there. And turn to 2 Corinthians, the fourth chapter, and use the last one up. <laughs> Hallelujah. We started talking about the prayer of faith last Sunday night. And those things that we taught about the prayer of faith, they are a must, they are a must for you to walk in God's best. You cannot walk in God's best. You will never be pleasing unto God unless you know faith. Hebrews 11, 6 said, It is impossible to please God without faith. For you must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them who diligently seek him. So it is impossible to please him without faith. We know we have faith, but we need to know how to act in faith for it to operate in our lives. Can you say amen? amen. James 5 and 13 says, Is any among you afflicted? Let him pray. Let him do his own praying. Praise God. You know, most of the time when someone's going through an affliction or a trial, that don't mean a sickness. It means a trial or a test or a problem in life. They want to call everybody in the world and get everybody else to pray for them. But he said, is any among you afflicted? Let him do his own praying. Amen? He didn't say call uh, the prayer chain and get everybody else praying about it. Is that right? Amen. Can you say amen? amen. Hallelujah. Next verse says, Is any merry? Let him sing psalms. You don't go get someone else to do your singing and praising God for you, do you? Amen. Hallelujah. So you don't need someone else to do your praying for you. Do you know when the, the final note is said, you'll still have to learn how to pray for your own self. You know, for a while, I can help you for a while. As long as people are babies in the Lord, we can help them and do some things. But it comes a time in everyone's life when they have to stand up and be counted, saying, I'm the one, O Lord, that is praying and believing you. Praise God. Amen. You know, it comes a time in your children's life that uh, uh, they no longer can depend on you to pray for them. You know, and that's not a bad thing. Bless God, we around here teach them in an early age in children's church and in church how to believe God. Hallelujah. At a young age, they have no problems. Amen. The people that have problems understanding faith is those that have been trained otherwise, not knowing God's will, hoping God will do something, knowing that God can, but don't know how to get him to do it and think, well, maybe some way, somehow God will do it, and never receiving, and then figuring out that it must not be the will of God, see? And those people that figure like that never get Bible taught. Amen. Amen. We want to be scripturally taught exactly what the Word of God says, where we can be pleasing to God, where we can receive what Jesus has already bought and paid for. Amen. And sit down at your account. Praise God. 
He goes on to say, 14th verse, any sick among you, let him call for the elders of the church. Let them pray over him, anointing him with all in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith shall save the sick or heal the sick, and the Lord shall raise him up. And, he's, and if he's committed any sins, they shall be forgiven him. Hebrews, back up just to Hebrews, the 11th chapter, first verse. Now faith is, now faith is, now faith is, is what? The substance of things hoped for. It is the evidence of things not seen. See, so many times people don't understand that little simple verse right there and they think because they prayed and didn't, didn't see a manifestation right then, they prayed about a financial need and it didn't come in at Wednesday at 2.05 when they needed it. They thought, well, I missed connections, see. But God doesn't meet your needs at Wednesday at 2.05. How many of you found that out? See, he don't meet your needs one of these days. He met your needs 2,000 years ago in the person of the Lord Jesus Christ. Now it is up to you to receive it now. Now faith is. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And 2 Corinthians, the fourth chapter. Looking in the 18th verse. While we look not, at the things which are seen, but the things which are not seen. We're not looking at the things that are seen. You know, it's very easy to look at your problem, look at your sickness, look at the unruly child, look at the unsaved loved one. So easy to look at your job and know it does not meet the needs of your family. It's so easy to look at those things. See, but he said, while we look not at those things which are seen, but the things which are not seen, for the things which are seen are temporal, are temporary. But the things which are not seen are eternal. In other words, the things that are temporal, temporal means subject to change. Those things you see in your life, the sin, the sickness, the failure, the lack, uh, the disease, all those things are temporal. They're subject to change, praise God. How are they subject to change? By you not looking and dwelling on them, but looking at the unseen realm. What is that? That is the eye of faith, praise God. That sees with that third eye. It looks into the supernatural realm and sees the word of Almighty God. Hallelujah. It sees God's word working for him instead of the problem and the sickness. Amen. See, you can dwell on the sickness, dwell on the problem, dwell on the unhappiness. You can dwell on every disease. You can dwell on all the circumstances and keep your eyes on that. And when you do, you'll begin to talk them. You'll begin to act like them. You'll begin to speak those things just like you see. But when you get your eyes on the eternal realm and begin to see Almighty God meeting your needs, healing your diseases, setting your family free, bless God, you're seeing with the eye of faith into the realm that is eternal. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. The prayer of faith. What is this prayer of faith? The prayer of faith will save the sick. It'll heal the sick. What is this prayer of faith? It is the prayer that gives substance to the things you hope for. You can't see them. You see your bills piled up. No way to pay them. No possible way. No way. I don't have a job that'll meet that need. I make so much, my bills are this much. I'm here and my bills is here. They're swamping me. Amen. Amen? See, I've been there. I know what it's like. When I first started preaching, they'd give me a lot of times $50 a week, and they thought they'd overpaid me. Had four children to feed and a wife. Amen. Amen. Hungry wife, I used to say. Praise God. <laughs> amen. Can you say amen? Now, how are you going to feed that kind of... How are you going to feed with $50? See, that's been 16 years ago, but $50 didn't go much farther then. Amen. 
Amen. How are you going to do it? I'm telling you, I found me something out in the Word of Almighty God. I found out how to get God to meet my need, how to heal my sicknesses, how to cure my diseases, how for me to receive the blessings of Almighty God. I found out how to do it. I got right there in that book. Amen. I found out right there in the word of Almighty God. See, what is this prayer of faith that will receive the blessings of Almighty God? It is the prayer that gives substance to your hopes. See, most people don't know what Bible hope is. Bible hope is what God has promised you in the word of God. You have no hope until you hear what God has given. You know, a man dying with cancer, you know what he needs to hear? That God is still in the healing business. That'll give him hope. A man that has all his finances uh, depleted, has nothing, what does that man need to hear? That my God meets his every need, praise God. Hallelujah. A woman that sits and sees her husband drink everything up, uh, abuse the family, does everything wrong. What does she need to know that this promise is under us in our whole household and as many as a fall as the Lord thy God shall call? She needs hope in her life. Where are you going to get it? It's right there. This Bible is hope. You cannot have faith without hope. You cannot have it. Faith comes one way, by hearing and hearing by hope. Hearing by the Word of God. The Word of God is your hope. Amen. 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 Praise be unto God. So what is this prayer of faith? Hebrews 11, 1 said, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, evidence of things not seen. Revised English Bible says this, Faith gives substance to our hopes. Faith gives substance to our hopes and convinces us of the realities we do not see. See, the Word of God is the only thing that's real. This other thing's temporal. It can be changed, but the Word of God cannot be changed. It's eternal. It's for here. It's forever settled. It's forever true. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my word will never pass away. This is forever. This is eternal. It'll be 10 million years from now. It'll still be the same. But that problem can change. That sickness can change. That situation in the home can change, praise God. That child can get saved. That husband, that wife can surrender to God and give his life to God, hallelujah. Those things can change, praise God. That's temporal. Well, how are they gonna do it? Well, if I beg long enough and if I squall and plead with God and tell him how I want him to do it, no, 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 no. You can squall and ball and hoop and holler and turn 40, cartwheel and do all kind of gymnastics. You can do every kind of calisthenic you know and turn off lift and kick the altar down. It won't do one bit of good. Amen. Are you listening to me? Amen. Amen. What's going to do any good? Faith moves the hand of God. Now faith gives substance to the hope. Faith gives substance to the hope. Faith makes it real makes it experiential in your life. Faith gives this thing substance. I see here where it says, my God shall supply my every need. Well, bless God, when I pray, I believe I receive that. Amen. I begin to act according. I begin to speak accordingly. And when I do, then my faith gives substance. I don't see that. The prayer of faith is a prayer of the unseen. Amen. See? If I'm standing there handing you a $20 bill, you don't pray, oh, dear Lord, give me $20 bill and reach and get it. Do you understand that? Amen. It's where you don't see a hand anywhere. You don't see any way where that 20 can come from. You can't see it. It's the prayer of the unseen. It's not the prayer of the seen. See, that's where Christians miss it. They think if you pray and I don't feel any different, I must didn't get it. See? I prayed and I, 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 I don't see any money come in today or tomorrow. I prayed and I believed God, but I didn't get it. I guess that, ain't, that won't work for me. See, 
That's not faith. Faith believes it receives. Faith looks at the unseen realm. It sees into the unseen realm, the eternal realm, and said, my God has met my need. I've prayed. I believe I receive it, and I refuse to say anything else. I refuse to act in like. I act just like I've got it. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Faith gives substance to our hopes. Faith does. Amen. Praise be unto God. Mark 11, 24 said, Therefore I say unto you, whatsoever things you desire when you pray, believe you receive them and you shall have them. Now one thing that, that, that string that runs through all four of those verses we read is the word thing. Say, now faith gives substance to those what? Things. things. Amen? Therefore I say unto you whatsoever things you desire when you pray, believe that you receive them and you shall have them. The prayer of faith will save the sick. Amen? Amen. Those things. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. While we look not at the things, say, things. Do you understand that? Those bills are things. The sickness is things. A cancer is a thing, praise God. Do you know he said every knee has to bow of things in heaven, things in earth, and things under the earth. A cancer has to bow its knee to the name of Jesus. Do you know that? It's a thing. Hallelujah. Those bills are things, praise God. How am I going to get it to work in my life? One way. One only. Not two ways. Three ways. You know, a lot of folks say, well, you know, if I, I tell the Lord some way, somehow, he'll help me. Well, he won't. He don't work on some ways and some hows. See? Amen. Kind of like one fellow uh, was telling about his he was preaching in a Pentecostal church one time, and the preacher got down there and said, Oh, Lord, move some way, somehow. Some way, somehow. He said, Move, Lord. And said, Every time, said, He'd get up and preach faith, and said, Every time they'd pray at the altar, he said, Oh, dear Lord, move some way, somehow, he'd pray. And he'd go on and on. He said, Sometimes he'd go for 10 minutes, said, Some way, somehow. Some way, somehow. Some way, somehow. How many of you know God ain't moving on some ways and some hows? He's moving right there. He said the last night, said it looked like they wasn't going to have any move of God or anything. Wasn't no one going to get saved. Looked like the money wasn't going to come in. Wasn't going to be able to have a good meeting. He said, oh, some way, somehow. He said, oh, dear Lord, said, just move by some hook or crook. How many of you know the Lord ain't moving by hooks and crooks? Huh? How many of you know the Lord don't move on hook and crook? Huh? Some way, somehow. Oh, Lord, my God, just move by some hook or crook. No, he don't hook a crook. <laughs> amen. Can you say amen? amen? How is he gonna move? My faith will give substance to the word of God. He gave me faith. How am I gonna get the faith? I'm gonna have to find it right there. Amen. I'm gonna have to find it right there. What did God say about my situation? Amen. Mark eleven twenty four said, Therefore I say unto you, whatsoever things you, 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 you desire, not what you desire for Uncle Ned, not what you desire for Aunt Sookie. See? Are you understanding what I'm saying? Whatsoever things you desire, it'll work for you. Amen. It'll work for your kids when they're young. It'll work for some of your family while they don't know anything. But God gives them time to grow up. Now listen to me. Whatsoever things you desire when you pray, believe you receive them. Now what's your job? Believe you receive them. Well, what if I don't get it tomorrow? That ain't none of your business. See, that ain't none of your business. You're trying to tend to too many folks' business. You got the Pinocchio syndrome. Your nose is in other folks' business. You keep your nose out of God's business. You put your nose in your business. Whatsoever things you desire, find it in the Word of God. You believe you receive it when you pray. That's the prayer of faith, and you shall have them. That's God's part. If it comes tomorrow, the next day, or whenever, that ain't nothing to do with you. Your job is to believe you receive when you pray. That's your job. Well, I need it tomorrow. Well, I'm sorry. 
I'm sure sorry. If he comes in tomorrow, the next day, or when? See, God's not going to meet your needs tomorrow, the next day. He met them 2,000 years ago in the person of Christ. Your needs already been met. See, your healing's already been provided. God's not going to heal you one of these days. Kind of like a fellow told me one time, said, oh, I believe the Lord's going to heal my little girl one of these days. And I said, well, I hate to tell you this, but he's not. Well, why? What have I done? Deacon in the church. I said, turn over to Matthew 8, 17. He is over, deacon in the church. He's over looking in Isaiah. I said, it's in the New Testament. Matthew's in the, you remember Matthew, he, uh, tax collector, you remember him? Deacon in the church. That's why people can't get anything from God because they don't know what God said. They don't know the Word of God. You can't get anything beyond your knowledge of God's Word. If you'll remember this one thing, God cannot bless ignorance. Do you know? He cannot. He cannot bless ignorance. He can't bless you beyond your knowledge of the Word of God. If you don't know what He says, then you're just hoping and guessing and, and think, well, maybe, you know, I'm here. He healed ain't nearly one time. Oh, my God, reckon He'd do it again for me. Oh, I'm here one time. Oh, oh. Uncle John, Uncle John, the Lord blessed him with a new mule one time. He didn't have one. Man, Uncle John got that mule back at the turn of the century. And you're still trying to live off of Uncle John's blessing a hundred years ago. That won't work. Amen. This stuff's got to be real to you right now. You've got to be able to receive every day when you pray. You've got to be able to walk in the victory of God every day, not always looking at someone else. If you do not know faith, you'll always be hunting someone else to pray for you. Amen. You get on the backside of Little Rabbit Australia or somewhere and you're hunting someone, where's someone I can get to pray for me if a need comes up? What if you can't find him? Huh? What are you going to do then? Oh... Oh, brother, son. Well, well, God will provide me someone to pray. How's he going to provide you someone? He provides stuff by faith. You can't even get someone to pray for it without believing for him. <laughs> yeah, you can ha, 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 you want to, but I, I don't have my phone ringing in there, see? Oh, brother, son. Oh, brother, son, you know what? Oh, would you pray for me? Yes, I'll pray for you. Yes, I believe God will. But I like to pray with you with a prayer of agreement. Join with you and you believe God. Two people believing stronger than any one person believing. Two people stronger than one anywhere, praise God. Hallelujah. And you get a whole church believing you can get anything done. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise God. Well, who determines whether the prayer of faith has been prayed? Who determines that? Well, that old guy doing the praying. No. See, that's where we've missed it. Whatsoever things you, who is that? The one got his hands laid on right there. Come here, Jane. Hallelujah. 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 You used to talk. Get on your knees. I might want to. <laughs> See? Who's determining the prayer of faith? Who's determining? Dear Lord, I'm asking you right now uh, to heal his afflicted mind. Now, who, who's praying the prayer of faith on this thing? Huh? <laughs> All right, now listen, uh, listen to me. Now I'm joking. You know that. You know he. You know we don't. We got him in out of the rain this morning. <laughs> Praise God. <laughs> Who determines this, dear Lord? I'm praying. I'm asking you right now that the healing power of God come upon him right now, and that problem he has will be healed. I'm believing it. See, I'm praying in faith, but it don't make any difference what I pray. When I say Amen, he's gonna have to start believing. Whatsoever things James believes when, when he's prayed for, what he believes he receives. Amen. Not what the fellow doing the praying. Do you understand that? That's where people miss it. Amen. When I come around Pentecost, folks, go sit down, you heal. <laughs> when I come around Pentecost, folks, man, they's hunting that old boy could pray the prayer of faith. Boy, if I can find that old boy and pray the prayer of faith, I can get it. I come by one time, seen a, a, a dear old sister. Oh, she's a big woman, sitting up, been in a wheelchair long years, long years. I won't tell the rest of the story, honey. I, okay, praise God. She was a large woman, and, and you know, and before she, before she got saved, she did partake of strong drink. 
And one Christmas Eve, I wasn't going to tell it, but my wife wanted to hear it. So I'm going to tell it. And so, and so, Christmas Eve, you know, let me tell you something. Do you know why, why you ever notice why a fella get drunk around Christmas? He hates holidays. He hates them. Do you know that? He hates them. You know why? Because usually he ain't got nothing to give nobody. He ain't got nothing. He's done drunk it up. Do you know that? And holidays, man, and it, he just, man, I'm telling you, I know. I used to hate them. I'm telling you what, I, I, I started getting drunk uh, before Thanksgiving for on, on Christmas' behalf. <laughs> That's right. I was mad about this thing. I had to figure up something. I got to buy this and that. I got to buy this and that. And I got to buy that, and I don't even like that. And I got to get this and something. And Aunt Nellie, I don't like her. It's old tongues. I don't like her, and now I got to buy her something. You know, and I'm thinking all this. And they, oh, I can walk up a good drunk on that, see. You understand what I'm saying? When I got saved, I'd been drunk three months. Amen. And Jesus walked into my living room and killed that old man and made a brand new creation. Praise God. Hallelujah. Someone asked me one time, said, Son, do you ever want to drink nothing but a drink of that new wine? Hallelujah. It ain't crossed my mind to take a drink. It has not crossed my mind one time. Hallelujah. I know some people have problems with it, but I, it ain't crossed my mind. Man, I never was so happy. Man, I was shaking like that. I threw at a sewing machine, hit a running, man. But I, when I got saved, I quit shaking. God came in. New man. Hallelujah. Well, let me tell you about uh, dear old sister Big Ann. Now, thank, uh, 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 Christmas Eve, they all throwed one of them parties. And she's a good-sized woman, and, and, and it snowed. Oh, it was, about, it was about a foot deep. And they got out in the yard, and they got down, they got down drunk. And, 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 and they couldn't get her up. And they worked with her about a half a day there, and they, you know, they still working on that jug at the same time, you know. And uh, they couldn't get her up. And finally, you know, night came. So they got them some croaker sacks and put over and rolled her up on the house. <laughs> old house, old shotgun house set off, and they rolled her up under there. Well, they drank all night long. They had her chalked up with them, you know, scotched up, you know, with them. And anyway, next morning, next morning they got out there and worked with her again. <laughs> and they still couldn't, they still, you, know, you know, a drunk couldn't get up to start with. And anyway, they couldn't get her up, so they had to call the fire department and they put the one hoist on her and got her up. Well, anyway, I told all that to tell this. <laughs> she got saved. She got saved and filled with the Holy Ghost and come around Pentecostal, folks. And I heard about it. I heard about it. You know, I wasn't saved, you know. I, I knew them folks, you know. I'd visit with them before I got saved, you know. I wasn't one of them that rolled her, though, but <laughs> up on the house. But, I, you know, I knew about it. <laughs> anyway... I heard about her getting saved, and, and a year or two later, I got saved and filled with the Holy Ghost. Man, them Pentecost folks, they said, come over here and visit with us. Come over here and visit with us. Well, I'd visit with them. Well, I found out Big Ann done got out in the wheelchair, you know. And uh, she'd been like that two or three years, couldn't walk. And me and another fella, another wine old, got saved. And, and uh, he was one of them that helped roll her now, you know. Anyway... <laughs> <laughs> anyway <laughs> Amen, amen Praise God Anyway, we went over there to see Big Ann There she is, sitting up in a wheelchair And I said, Wish, what would it take to get you out of that wheelchair? And she said, well, I'll tell you what If I could find someone Said, I went to Brother Such and Such And he prayed for me And I remember hearing about He used to pray for folks And he had the power of God in his life And he ain't got it no more he prayed and didn't nothing happen. Said, I went to such and such, and he prayed. He ain't got it either. See, she's looking for someone that's got it. You understand what I'm saying? She's looking for someone else to pray the prayer of faith. She said, if I could find a man that'll pray the prayer of faith, I'll be here. I said, you looking at the dude right now that'll pray it. See, I'm saying that by faith. 
I know she's got to receive it, but I don't care. God will heal you on the lowest level of faith that he, he can find. He's looking for an excuse to get you healed. Do you know that? Amen. He's looking for anything to show you his love. Amen. Amen. I told her, I said, I'm, I'm the dude that can pray the prayer of faith. She said, well, I've heard that. She said, oh, yeah. I said, blessed be God. And I read her scriptures. I didn't just go pray. I put the word in her. I, t I read her Matthew 8, 17. Himself took your infirmities. He bare your sickness. I got over there with a woman with the issue of blood. Been sick 12 years. Suffered many things. Many sick. Nothing better but rather grew worse. Heard of Jesus. Came behind the presence. Touched him as God. Said, if I may touch him as God, I shall be whole. I said, when I lay hands on you, the power of God's going to come on you. Do you understand that? I believe that, she said. So he said, lay hands on the sick and they shall cover. I really, I said, when I lay hands on you, the power of God's going to come all over you from the top of your head to the sole of your feet. I said, what are you going to do? She said, I'm going to be healed. I said, when I pray for you, bless God, get out of that wheelchair. Bless God. I laid hands on her and she come out of that wheelchair just like that. Why? Because I put some word in her enough word, the word will cause you to be lifted up. It'll cause you to walk on water. It'll cause you to walk out of your own circumstances into the very victory of Almighty God. No matter where you at, I've got another realm where God is king. Hallelujah. Shout amen, somebody. Hallelujah. 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 Who determines who's going to pray, pray the prayer of faith? James is, ain't he? Amen. Not me. I'm praying. If I didn't believe in the prayer of faith, I wouldn't even pray to start with. Is that right? Amen. See, I was raised Baptist. See, I never went down front when I got sick and, and they anoint me with oil and they pray the prayer of faith. You know why? They didn't believe in it. Amen? It wouldn't done no good because they didn't believe in it. My cousin... He was deacon in, in, in a Baptist church. I'm not talking about Baptists this morning. I, I was raised Baptist. How do you know my letter's still up to First Baptist Church? <laughs> they wouldn't let me have it. <laughs> they might have burned it. I, thought, I don't know what. It's. Anyway, my cousin, he was deacon in, in, in another town, Baptist Church, and they had 16 deacons in their church. Man, a big church. And he come down with cancer of the liver. And he said... I told him about the scripture. He, he, he said, he went to the church and told the pastor, said, I want every deacon that believes in praying the prayer of faith and anointing me with oil to come and pray for me. And I said, I want them to fast three or four days and come pray for me. Man, the guy's 49 years old. He's going to die, 48 at that time. Out of all them deacons, I think three came. Out of all of them. That's all that believed anything. And they didn't believe anything. They didn't know how. It didn't, they, they didn't want to. They did not know how. They prayed for him. They could have might as well just said, got out in the yard and said, twinkle, twinkle, little star. Done just as much good. Do you understand what I'm saying? Unless someone knows how to receive, it will not work. Amen. It goes by the word of God. It don't go anyway just because that's the way you think it ought to be. See, a lot of people think, well, it ought to be this way and it ought to be that, but it don't work like that. It works just like God said. Amen. Amen. How's it going to work? By you believing your needs met. By you believing you receive. By you talking the Word of God. By you receiving what belongs to you. By you standing on the Word of Almighty God. Amen. 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 Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Well, no use of me going on with a story about my cousin because he, he didn't live. He didn't live. How come? Because they didn't know how to receive. Amen? Amen. Praise God. And I just put it like this. He was in a meeting one time. Finally, I got him to go to a full gospel meeting. A fellow named Charles Trumwell was preaching. He came out of the Jehovah Witnesses and filled with the Holy Ghost, powerful man of God. And he was preaching. He said, you two men back there step out in the aisle. And my cousin owned a real estate company and an insurance company in Camden, Arkansas. And he came to church with a lawyer. And he said, you two men step out in the aisle. He said, you've got cancer right here on this side. And the Lord's healing that. And said, this other guy, this lawyer, he said, told him what was wrong with him and said he's healing you and they fell crossways big shots in, in, in the community fell up in the floor piled up in the floor amen all the dignity left <laughs> amen 
totally healed. Totally healed. He walked in it for about a year, and then that cancer came back in another place, but he hadn't taken time. He continued on going back to his church that did not teach that kind of stuff, and he didn't know how to receive. And then that, what are you going to do then? You going to hunt Charles Trommel down? You going to hunt someone else to pray? No, you can't do that. Kind of like going to a Benny Hinn meeting or something. Amen. One will get in here and one over there, maybe. But what are you going to do when Benny Hinn ain't here? Amen. What are you going to do when it's you? What are you going to do when it's your little child laying there with 105 fever and his mind's going to be burned up? What are you going to do? Amen. It comes down to right now what, where the rubber meets the road. What, what are you going to do when the problem arises in your life? Amen. What are you going to do? It depends on you whether the prayer of faith has been prayed. Amen. Amen. Because when the prayer of faith is prayed, the end results is always guaranteed. Can you say amen? amen? Praise God. Praise God. Well, hallelujah. Turn with me back to the fourth chapter of Romans. I ain't got into what I was going to preach this morning. Praise God. Romans 4, 17. This is the hardest thing for honest Christians to do. This is the hardest thing for honest that don't want to be a liar. A lot of Christians think they'd be lying if they did this. See, Romans 4, 17 says, As it is written, say that out loud with me, As it is written, I have made thee a father of many nations. Now God told Abraham that I have made you a father of many nations. Amen. Abraham was 100 years old, his wife's 90, an impossibility. She was barren. She never had had children. Now it doesn't, see, it does not matter what your impossible situation is. You ever thought, bless God, I'll never have a new home. I'll never have a new car. I'll never amount to anything. I'll always be down and out, but in the sweet by and by, everything will be fine. God didn't write this Bible for the sweet by and by. God didn't write this for over in the glory land. He wrote it for now, right now, in the mean now and now, folks. Amen. Hallelujah. Right now where your need is, is in your face. Amen. Right where the sickness looks at you. Right when the child's fever shoots up and you don't know what to do, bless God, what am I going to do? If you don't know faith, you can't operate and get God's best. All right, he said, told Abraham, as it is written, I have made thee a father of many nations. Not I'm going to, I have. See, someone said, well, God's going to heal me. No, he's not. God's going to meet my need. No, he is not. Now, don't get that in your head. If you, you, you got, that ain't Bible. That ain't scriptural. Well, one of these days, the Lord's going to heal, going to save my husband. No, he's not. One of these days, God's going to bring my family in. No, he is not. As it is written, I have made thee. Past tense, I've already done it. This promise is unto you and your whole household and as many as afar off as the Lord thy God shall call. What am I going to do? I'm going to have to act like Abraham did. Amen. I'm going to have to do what he did. Amen? Now listen to him. He said, as it is written, I have made thee a father of many nations before him whom he believed even God who calleth who calleth, who calleth those things which be not as though they were. See, that's so hard for Christians to do. They said, yeah, Brother Son, I've had preachers tell me, he said, well, look, yeah, but that's God that done that. God who calleth those things that be not as though they were. Do you know what it said in the fifth chapter of Ephesians, the first verse? It said, be ye imitators of God. Does the, does the devil's children imitate the devil? Do they act like the devil? Huh? Well, oughtn't the children, no, no, no denomination, no theologian, no preacher would ever tell you that you're not supposed to act like God. Amen. Amen. He said, as it is written, I have made thee a father of many nations before him whom he believed. That word before him, in my side margin, it said like unto him. In other words, 
Abraham acted like unto God. Hallelujah. He acted like God. How did he do it? He called himself not the father of nations, but the father of many nations. Why? Because God told him. God told him. He agreed with God. He didn't fight God. See, most Christians, if it had been, been them, they'd have never had a child. I don't care if God told them he's going to have one, they wouldn't have had it. They said, well, God said, I'm the father of many nations, but I ain't got no children. Sir, you feel any different? You sure are wrinkled up. Do you use any aloe vera cream or anything? <laughs> Hey, I can't see you any different, sir. Well, I know God can, though. See, that ain't worth 15 cents. See, that ain't no count. See, he's looking at the things. You don't look no different. You're not getting any bigger. You don't, I can't see any difference in you. You still wrinkled up like a prune. Man, you look like Cornelius on the planet eight. You don't so wrinkled. Amen. You don't look no different. You understand what I'm saying? The prayer of faith don't look at the seen. It looks at the unseen. What is the unseen? The word of God that has not yet materialized in your life. It had never become where you could see it yet. How am I going to get it here? The prayer of faith gives substance to the things. Hope for, praise God. For I am a father of many nations. God run three old boys by Abraham. He knocked on the tent door there, and he said, what's your name? He said, father of many nations. Where are you chilling? Shut your mouth. I don't listen to unbelief around my house. <laughs> it says Sarah was behind the door. She laughed. <laughs> God said, Sarah, did you laugh? So, oh, no, it wasn't me. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See? Amen. See, this thing ain't easy. Someone said, well, it just, oh, that sounds, this thing ain't easy. You're looking at the sickness. You're looking at your bills. Let me tell you something. Them bills are real. Them fellas knocking on the door, understanding Henry and Miss, uh, uh, Miss Bill Collector, bless God, she's real. She needs to be paid. How am I going to pay her? I don't have a job. My job just bad. Man, we, ain't just, we won't even have nothing for Christmas. You sure won't. And next Christmas, you'll have less than that. How do you know? Because what you said. You didn't do what God did. God said, I called you. You are a father of many nations. God said, I will meet your every need. If God said it, then I say, I have a need I have is met. I say what God. I don't fight God. Wouldn't that be dumb to go against God? Amen. Well, Christians doing it hand running. God said, by his stripes I'm here. Yeah, but I, I ain't. God said, by his stripes I'm healed. Did he say you're healed? Yes. Are you healed? No. <laughs> well, did he say, by his stripes you're healed? Yeah. Is God telling the truth? Yes. Well, are you healed? No. See, they don't ever get a hold to it. Don't ever, uh, uh, hey, think, what is the man trying to tell me? I'm telling you, you're going to have to act like God. You're going to have to talk like God. Amen. You're not going to, you cannot run around talking what the problem, the sickness. You can't look at the scene realm, the bills, the sickness, the problem in the family, all the things. You can't keep your eye on that and the word of Almighty God. One day you're going to have to side in, take sides with God on this thing. Amen. If you want God's results, you better side in and do what he did. Like Abraham, like unto him, like unto him. He acted like God. Amen. What did he do? He said, I am a father of many nations. I am a father of many nations. When God said, by stripes I'm healed, bless God, by stripes I am healed. And the sickness and the feeling and the hurt might get worse. 
But that's when you stand on the word of Almighty God and you start calling it. You call it. You call. How many of you got a dog? Huh? How many of you got a dog? When does he come to you? Huh? You don't just sit around and see him laying over and say, thank. Come, dog. You don't just sit around and thank that, do you? You say, come here, dog. That's when he comes, ain't it? Dog, come. Come, dog. I had a dog one time named Jigs. It was before I was saved, and I used to bird hunt. And I'm telling you right now, I got him when he is, he is a little bit old. He's two years old, never had been broke. I mean, when I tell him, I say, come, Jigs, he'd go the other way. See, he never was trained. You have to train yourself. But I trained him. I put a collar on him. I put a spike collar on him. And I put a long rope on him. And I tied it to my truck, and I'd holler, come, Jigs. And he'd go that way, and I'd take off yonder way that truck, and I'd, I'd, I'd swap ends with him. Do you know what? It got where when I'd say, come Jigs, he'd try to run up in the tailpipe of that opposite from, you know. Hallelujah. I'd tell him, I got that dog, I'd tell him, I said, whoa, stand right there. I'd go in the house, be, be in the house. Ten minutes, I'd come back out, he's still standing there. Amen. That's right. He, wouldn't move, uh, he would not move. When I told him, whoa, he was there. Felton, I lost him over across the river one day. Never did find that dog. Never <laughs> did find that dog. I know he pointed some birds. I, 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 come by, I come by about a year or so later and went down by a creek and there a skeleton stood out there. Just... <laughs> Y'all forgive, forgive me on that one. Praise God. I repent. No, but let me tell you what I'm saying is this. You're going to have to train yourself. You're going to have to train yourself. You're going to have to start calling those things that be not. you have to call them shots just like God called them. He said, as it is written. If you find out where it is written, you're going to have to call it just like God called it. You're going to have to agree with God. You're going to have to train yourself. When the need comes up, you don't say, oh, my God, what are we going to do? Oh, Lord, have mercy, God, let me. Oh, my Lord, what are we, oh, can I, what can we do? Amen. Oh, my God meets my need. Amen. Hallelujah. When you go to doing that and you start seeing the, uh, your children look up, bless God, and then you see your children seeing the need being met, you're training them up in the way they should go. And when they come of age, they'll not depart. They'll see the miraculous of Almighty God. Hallelujah. Well, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, that sounds about like what I preached last Sunday night. Did I do any better this time, Alan? Okay, thank you. He told me the other day, it seemed like I was going to have to do a little better, you know, so I'm trying to do a little better. Praise God. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Now listen to me. This is one of the hardest things for Christians to do, to call them like God. As it is written, as it is written, I have made you. I'm not going to, I have made you. I have healed you 2,000 years ago. Then put what God said in your mouth. Mark 11, 23, he said, whosoever, that's the same whosoever, and he said, shall believe that Jesus is the Son of God, shall be saved. Whosoever shall say unto this mountain, this problem, this sickness, this financial need, this wayward son, this alcoholic husband, this, this wife that's run off, bless God, whosoever shall say unto that problem, that circumstance, be thou removed, be thou cast in the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe, believe what? That what he says shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he says. Amen. Let me give you, let me give you a, a, a something that's, uh, that'll help you. Do you know your words are spirit and their life? You that's been filled with the Holy Ghost, do you know how powerful they are? Let me tell you something. You have to be careful what comes out your mouth. What comes out your mouth, you'll either give the devil a place in your life or you'll either give God the glory in your life. Amen. 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 You ever been around testimony meetings? Most of them I have been around. Oh, the devil's been running me all week. 
Oh, the devil's been, he's been putting sickness on me all week. Oh my, I've been just going through it all week. I'm just barely going to make it out. It's like not made it to church tonight. That ain't doing nothing to glorifying the devil. Tell about what God's doing. Bless God, the devil came and God raised up a standard against him. Hallelujah. The name of Jesus put him to flight. Praise God. Hallelujah. He bowed his knees and got his belongings and got out of there. Praise God. Hallelujah. If he hadn't, he wouldn't have escaped with his life. Amen. You're going to have what you say. You have to get this tongue under control and start putting what God said about this thing in your mouth or you'll never get out of defeat and, and, and out of lack and out of the sicknesses and the failures of this life. But he said, oh, in Ephesians, the fourth chapter, we're supposed to be live above the beggarly elements of this world. Amen. Can you say amen? Well, hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Well, we'll continue on along these lines one of these days, shortly. Let me tell you something. To understand faith, it'll bring you out of babyhood and put you on the road to walking in the mature Christian. It'll put you to walking in the victory Jesus has already paid for. You receive this by faith. Faith is just as much a reality as daylight and dark, seed time and harvest just as much. It's put into the universe as a working force, just like gravity. It'll work for you, but you've got to learn to work it. Amen? Yeah. Hallelujah. Whether you believe it or not, it is a force. You know, you can get an airplane fly off up there uh, uh, a half mile up there and say, I don't believe in that gravity. Oh, I don't believe that. Well, turn the key off and see if you believe it. Amen? Yeah. Just turn it off. See what happens. Gravity will reach up there and get you. Amen? Amen? Faith opens the channel for God to bless you from the throne room of Almighty God and the Spirit of God works only through faith and He works not just in the realm of pity or in the realm of like. He does not meet your needs according to how little you have but according to your faith. So rise up from the inside and speak the word of God and the hand of faith to reach out and take hold of that which Jesus has wrought for you and you'll walk in the victory of God every time. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Well, hallelujah. 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 Deacons come. We're going to take communion this morning.